0: Hello, uh, it's Josh here, Um, just wanted to make a quick little uh, disclaimer, I guess, before this week's episode, Um, around the 16 minute mark, you'll listen, you'll realise, Dean's microphone does some very funny stuff, and it sounds a bit like he's in a tin can for the remainder of the episode, this is mainly just to tell you that it's not your headphones or your listening equipment, Um, guess we (laughs) apologise, but yeah, uh, enjoy the rest of the episode. Welcome to Bitten
1: by Radioactive Podcast, where we give powers to a name. Spring has sprung, I assume. Uh, if it's wet or rainy outside, then I'm right on track. If it's sunny, then just ignore what I said. And just skip right to summer. It's fine. I can I can change that in post. That's, that's all right. Excellent. Thank you, Josh. Um, so, spring has or not has broken, and we're here to really bound into action and create a superhero that also bounds into action. From whatever generator, uh, the generator deems worthy. So, I am Dean McKnight, of course, and I'm here to create that superhero with my very good friends, Josh and Jade. Hello, you two. Hello. Mm -hmm. How are you you guys feeling on this this merry day? How are you you holding up?
2: I'm gonna take a gamble and say, it's grey today, and that will apply to any day that this goes out.
1: Real broad spectrum analysis there, Jade. How about you, Josh? Huh?
0: Hi. I'm interested in where this is going to go today, because normally we we record this quite late at night, but today we're doing this on a Sunday afternoon. Mm. So I'm wondering how that's going to, like, normally if it's later, we're going to be close towards that, like, 3am, oh wow, this is a really good idea. <laughs> kind oh of yeah, tide brain. Yeah, whilst this time it's going to be... I wonder if we're going to be more reserved this week. I'm not sure.
2: <laughs> no, I think I it'll be think... more... Yeah, that that's good. Fuck it. I don't care. It's Sunday. <laughs> just... Oh, I want my afternoon.
1: <laughs> I just... Yeah, I, there's there's some good movies on I want to fall asleep too. I've got I just chores to get... do. <laughs> <laughs> i got to pull up a shelf. <laughs> my prediction is that we're going to be a little bit more... Um, not, I don't think we'll be conservative with the ideas that come out. I think we're going to be more harsh on the editing. So expect more infighting, more arguments <laughs> in this very uh competitive episode of bitten by a radioactive podcast uh let's start the infighting with our uh inspirations every week of course we read some comics to sort of jack us up and to wow. hype us out
2: you want to take another stab at that well jack jack
1: you know like a like a a jack the jack of the car with jade it makes me think you of know.
2: something else but maybe that's just my filthy brain coming in again
1: <laughs> every week we read a selection of comics to really fill us up with uh, artistic goodness and comic-y uh, brain thoughts so that we can produce some good things as well because what goes in comes out. Uh, seriously, I right
2: uh, there's something wrong with me. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so, Jade, uh, let's erase this filthy mind of yours and you can tell us about a comic you've been reading because I know for a fact that it's been a little bit purer than most.
2: Well, you say that, but there's been so much talk of uh, bots or rather, particularly anuses in this comic that, uh, I thought oh. it was pure. It, it's not, but also it oh. is. I've been reading Silver Spoon by Hiromu Arakawa. <laughs> um, nice so a good one. <laughs> so I'm kidding. It is pure. Um, it's about a boy who has no particular life goals who goes to an agricultural high school. Um, and it's, it's super wholesome. Like, uh, so the reason I mentioned anuses is he f- finally learns where an egg comes from, <laughs> which like is fucking obvious, but he spends like a few chapters just like freaking out every time someone eats an egg. He's like, but it came where the poop comes from.
1: <laughs> you know when you get an egg and there's a little bit of feather on it?
2: <laughs> That's from a butt? <laughs> That's a butt feather. But yeah, no, I really like it because at first it starts off quite... Like, humorous, and there's so many of Arakawa's signature over-the-top reaction faces. Just, mm. like, all of them could basically be summed up with this sound. <gasps> that kind of thing. <laughs> <laughs> um, but then later, it actually gets more interesting because it kind of delves into, um, like, the, the ethics of farming. Like, that chicken was from, like, a, what, what do you call it? Like, a battery farm where they're more, yeah. like, they they only have room to eat and pop out the eggs and it's like they they talk about um the ethics of like well here in japan we don't really have any discourse around this but in the west it's it's like a major ethics thing um and i'm wondering where it's going to go with that because it hasn't touched on it much in the first volume
0: Hmm. but yeah it's it's
2: really good
1: i'll admit i've read some Scanlations in the past and uh it it, it gets really interesting actually like it um it really it sort of goes whole (laughs) whole hog with the the farming ethics like you said about um, especially individuals who
0: are farmers and what they have to do in order to maintain their lifestyle So, mm. Isn't it slightly based off isn't Arakawa wasn't she raised on a farm?
2: I'm not sure but I know that the school is actually based on a real one because mm. there's some really cool um, bonus stuff at the back about like the background artists going to visit and then like calling Arakawa up and being like we couldn't actually tour the whole school in one day because it's so <laughs> fucking big
1: <laughs> Well there you go Farmy goodness Silver Spoon Check it out. That's a two-for recommendation for me and Jade. I think I think I'll go next actually, because I've read a comic this week. I know. <laughs> I, I know. I've been reading *Nameless and the Scientist* by Amé Zhao, and it's gorgeous. Uh, to give you a heads up on the on the plot, uh, the titular characters are stuck in this sort of temple building uh, in a r- distant world that has uh, a perpetual. Uh, daylight coming at it. Uh, this nameless character uh, works for these uh, weird mute priests that live in the temple, and she uh, can transfer souls, so sort of suck them out of uh, living beings, and the priests have her do that for ritual, ritualistic purposes. Uh, but when she does that, she um, starts losing her memories, and when we start the story, she's lost her grip on uh, quite a lot of her past and where she's come from and what her story's been. And there's a, there's a huge focus of memories in the book itself. Uh, the scientist, uh, he's sort of holed up in there and is trying to find a way home through a mysterious gate in the sky. And it's all it's all very mysterious, and it's all very not not weird, but it's very sort of almost romantic in how how well the lighting is rendered in this comic. Like the the art, I cannot cannot big up the art enough in this comic. Like Zhao's famous for how how they rendered light, like it's all always bright and it's always vivid, and it's it's like that reflection you see on a path on a wet wet morning when the sun just breaks on it, just that that glimmer and that brightness. It's mmm, it's so nice, and the the colors as well. Like there's very little line art in this in this book, only really for small details. So it's all portrayed with with color and like the 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 warm and the cold tones really just tell. So much of this story, and it's it's one of, it's one of my treasures. It's one of Dean's treasures, um, and I'm very happy that I managed to pick this up. Uh, TCAF like 2016. I'm very eager to uh, ca- carry on with this story because it's hmm, like it's it's very it's it's a like one of those comics that really combines written and artistic narrative. You know what I mean?
2: I guess you mean a comic.
1: <laughs> you you get some comics. <laughs> you listen uh, you get some comics though that are sort of the words and the the pictures are very separate yeah i, this I is, get
2: you this is something that actually does what a comic is supposed to do
1: yeah it's and, cohesive yeah yeah very very good josh it's cohesive and it's it's wonderful it's it feels like you could read this on a cloud oh mm. name is the scientist army's Check out her art as well. She does a little bit of My hair Academy of fan <laughs> art as well.
0: Uh, Josh! Hello. Hit me up. Yep. Okay. This week, I've been on a manga that I've read the first volume of on a almost like a whim. And then as soon as I finished the first one, I, I ordered the remaining two volumes that are available in English. <laughs> and burnt through those just as quickly. Um, oh my goodness. This week, I've been reading uh, The Girl from the Other Side um, with story and art by uh, Nagabe. So. This is a is a fairy tale-esque story about a young girl who is um, hanging out with... Um, <laughs> just chilling. This twisted black creature who she calls Teacher. I suppose kind of context for the world is all of the humans live on the inside with a, like a walled city and on the outside they're always told not to go out there for these things called outsiders will curse you if you touch them and you'll turn into something like them. Mm. So there's just this small girl called Shiva who has been effectively left by her, one of her family members, and is found by teacher. It's really, really good. Let's start off with that. <laughs> okay. The art for it is really nice. Like, it's so dark, because bear in mind that pretty much is the only human we see a lot of the time, at least for, like, the first volume and a half, and everyone, everything else we see is an outsider, which is all, like, very black, mm. but the way that they've managed to kind of portray that, it's, like, different blacks, if you get me. Mm. Um, oh, Okay. Like it really does like stand out an outsider, and it's really creepy. Um, mm. just like um how they've portrayed these outsiders. Um, one of the main themes of the book is about like touch, effectively. Like yeah. a lot of the time, um, like there's a point where Shiva gets ill, but Teacher can't like touch her and help her because if he does, then he might curse her for all he knows. Um, a side note is that this is done by the same. It turns out because I thought this was very similar to Major's Pride, right? Which mm. we recommended a couple of years back ago? it feels like <laughs> yeah turns out this is done by the same editorial team
2: oh okay
0: mm but whilst that had a different kind of relationship this is very much a guardian mm. um relationship teacher just tends to teach Shiva a lot and they have a lot of tea parties nice. which which brings <laughs> up this really interesting contrast of like these nice little tea parties and the fact that they're out in the middle of nowhere cursed yeah
2: yeah, I, I picked up a copy in the library the other day and just, like, mm. had a flick through. And the the ink is so, like, heavy. Like, yes. every page makes me exhausted to look at just thinking about how much <laughs> time must have been spent on it.
0: And then it's those heavy inks that give it this kind of, like... There's a lot of, like, tension. Mm. Despite how, like, cutesy like, some of the stuff that's happening is, there is this underlying, almost like, hum of tension. It, it, it's happening very rarely that I kind of read a comic and now I'm kind of, like, the tone is almost, like... It's in your ears. <laughs> That's a good way of describing it, though. Just like a like a hum, like mm.
1: like you're watching one of those very fancy pants um, horror films. It's just like mm-hmm. uh, nice.
2: Also, can I say can I say topically like the um, Ancient Megas Bride anime just finished as well.
0: Oh,
2: and. It fucking pulled a Full Metal Alchemist and rushed the ending.
0: Oh no! Do they not think that it's going to have a uh, second season?
2: I don't know, but uh, well, I think it technically was a second season because it was twenty four episodes. But yeah, <laughs> oh, Re- okay. read the manga, don't watch the anime because the anime has a terrible <laughs> ending. <laughs>
1: Pro oh. tips there by Jade. So it, it sounds like we're going to have like a a really weird superhero this week. Like we've got uh we got pure farmyard action. We've got uh, mysterious otherworldly um, romance and we have horror 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 so <laughs>
2: no, it's, it sounds like pure with a horror filter
1: hmm well let's see what Josh will give us this
0: week then yes you've got us a little generator haven't I, you? I have got us a generator yeah it's an interesting one there isn't normally I kind of tie it into something I've been doing mm. like something oh drinks oh let me take a sip of my tea but this one was just a random one that I was sort of trying to look for. Um, okay. So there's no elongated opening because I mean we've spent a fair bit of time on on recommendations anyway. Um, so this mm-hmm. is mm-hmm. the mascot name generator. Okay. Ooh.
1: Is this like um like a, a sports mascot or what kind of mascot are you talking here?
0: Yes. Okay. Uh yeah, I think it's pretty much like <laughs> this is effectively just it says, just says mascot and but looking at some of the names that I've been randomly generating. I'm not sure, really. They kind of, sp- hmm. yeah. Do American like mascots tend to have kind of more ejective names? Because I know that like over here we'll have like Martin the Moose. <laughs> yeah, it's all
1: very uh humdrum over here. Um, hmm. the only one, I- the only mascot I know, and I don't know even if it's a real mascot, is the fucking capital city screwball
0: from The Simpsons. <laughs> um, okay, and- I-, I would say it's it's kind of similar to that. I would say in terms. Okay. Of- um. So basically, all I need from you guys is a number between one and nine.
2: Um, five.
0: Ooh. there you go. One, two, three, four, five. Okay, this is interesting.
1: Is it interesting because we have a generator that doesn't have
0: hundreds and hundreds of names? <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean there there is that. Um, <laughs> this is the jolly alligator. Huh. <laughs>
1: Looks like balls in your cot, Jade. With your jolly animals, <laughs> the. Jo- Jolly alligator. The Jolly mm.
0: Alligator.
2: Well, my, my first assumption is some like some kind of jaw uh like really strong jawed hero. You know, a lot of like snapping jaw action.
1: Jade, pass the ball. I'm open. Dean. Here
2: you go. Huh!
1: That's me catching the ball. Uh see, all I could imagine was a pet alligator on a leash. Oh, of course. And just <laughs> like some This of some... your
2: penchant for just saying it's a crocodile, it's yep. it's an alligator. It's <laughs> It's a moose. Whatever. Listen,
1: my my um, imagination's a straight line, okay? Um, a very boring straight line.
2: Okay, what kind of what are you talking then, Dean? Like, are we talking that uh alligator from Princess and the Frog with little his little little uh, trumpet and the jazz <laughs> horn, walking around with big big blue lips, charming uh, the pants off everyone?
1: If I hear him, no, see all all like was imagining it was like a small old woman with a massive alligator on a leash you know very scotty young style okay. <laughs> illustrations and the superhero heroism would come from that but then you know not every idea is a, a banger here bitten by a radioactive podcast as we mentioned it is sunday afternoon and the editorial team is are uh, at its strongest
2: i don't know a little old lady with an alligator could be a hero
1: josh split
0: this decision so what are they just wait what are the choices um, we have we a have small little old lady with an alligator, or...
2: And my terrible idea, which was basically just someone with a very strong jaw.
0: Killer Croc. Hmm. Actually, that we
1: don't want to tread on any toes here. Killer Croc is a fairly popular DC villain.
2: Hold on, why don't we just do a combo? So the old lady turns up and people scoff, because they're like, I can take on an alligator. And they don't realize that... This hero is called the Jolly Alligator because it isn't referring to the pet alligator.
1: <laughs> oh.
2: And so it's the old lady with, like, very strong, snappy teeth or something.
1: So let me sand down this idea a little bit. What if it's more of a teenage, mu- teenage mutant ninja turtle thing? Okay. Uh, so the old woman is just an old woman. Maybe she's fair, like sort of Alfred levels of badass, okay? So she can, she can do it when she needs to, but most of the time she's just sort of plodding along. But what if the, the alligator is both a pet and like a weird human anthropomorphized uh, thing as well? Like they can transform to become jolly.
2: Okay.
1: How does that sound? Oh,
2: is she aware of this? We need to clarify this straight away then.
1: <laughs> She, of course, cannot be aware of this. Okay,
2: so this is just like little old ladies walking her alligator around town. Everyone's like, "Oh yeah, there goes Mavis with her alligator." And no one, no one minds her, and and then suddenly the alligator's gone, and she's just not noticing because she's too busy like fumbling to get out her glasses to pay for something. She's like, "I just need to check the signature."
1: She's she's spending like eight hours in the supermarket counting yeah. pennies, and then right, Joey alligator's <laughs> out. Okay, he's smiling, he's biting. <laughs>
0: Uh, that's what's happening like she's paying for like all of her groceries but whilst that's happening there's someone's trying to come in and rob the place
2: yeah yeah like all these crimes and- are happening right in front of her and she's not noticing
0: yeah so can- <laughs> you can just imagine like the- the- that shot of like her facing the fourth wall mm. and just like in the background you just see this massive alligator just throwing these um criminals <laughs> all about the place giving mm. old chomp, giving the old death roll
1: <laughs> oh god, death roll no, he's, he's a jolly alligator, he can't be death rolling People oh, it. Well,
0: What would be the jolly version of a A jolly roll? <laughs> a, jo- a jolly good roll?
2: <laughs>
1: oh my god, is this alligator Going to have like a British accent as well?
2: <laughs> Alright chums We're going to have a jolly good time here eh? I,
1: th- I think this is one of BBRP's signature Royal British superheroes again Oh <laughs> Not again.
2: <laughs> I love those though.
1: Just just a lady in a little little village in the peat District with an alligator. Not, not uh,
2: like super rural, but like a big enough village that there's enough crime happening.
0: Well, in which case, if she is, where has she got this alligator from?
2: Oh, she j- she just found the baby in the river. Like, you Aww. find all sorts in the river. <laughs> you know, in, in amongst jollies, the reeds. Alligators.
1: <laughs> we we need a proper a proper uh origin for jolly alligator i think um we can find him in the river that can be part of it but we need what's the lead up because he's got to be some sort of weird mutant thing right Mm.
2: i was thinking like this probably isn't helpful but i think we need to work in like a boat being called the jolly alligator because that's just such a perfect boat name
0: well could could mavis i'm just calling her mavis now yeah um could mavis live on a narrow (laughs) boat?
2: yes (laughs) yes
0: okay right I've, I've, I think I've got, I'm going to crack this.
1: Imagine everything about a sort of Floridian swamp story. Mm-hmm. So you got the, the the airboat, you've got the the house on the stilts in the swamp, you've got like the the just a treacherous treacherous uh, landscape. But let's transplant that into a British setting,
2: like a British canal.
1: So you got your British canal with the reeds, uh, you've got your your dangerous wildlife. Uh, there's the odd snake, I guess. this <laughs> little adders. Um, a pike. <laughs> or if they get you, if they bite you, they'll give you a right nibble. And you've got your, your house and stilts, which can be your, your little little thatched cottage on the riverside. Mm-hmm. And ma- <sighs> hmm. see, old people with older characters, you can always spin it for a little bit of tragedy as well. Maybe, maybe Mavis created Jolly Alligator, right? Maybe she was a scientist back in the day, and uh, she picked up this peculiar um, alligator, or this peculiar egg even, maybe it floats downstream um, from the riverside, and she took it into a narrow boat laboratory.
2: Oh, wait, no, 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 no. But I like it, but slightly different. What if she and her partner were scientists and they did like uh, animal experiments and she started feeling really bad about it and she released one? Oh, okay. And in her much older years, it's, it's come back to her.
1: Aww. That's much, 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 much better. Um, oh, right. Maybe she felt so bad for doing the experiments on the animals that she wanted one just to be happy all the time. And so she um, uh, maybe fiddled around with... I say fiddle around. I mean something much more innocent. But um, maybe she altered its brain a little bit so it forgot about all the memories of being experimented on so it would be jolly.
2: Oh shit, wait, that's that's good. Gr- that's great and also good. That's why I said it's good. It's <laughs> It's
1: um, <laughs> It's so good.
2: It's so good because that could set up a whole fucking story arc of what if she was working with her partner and her partner was way into the experiments and they they created a lot of animals that could uh. transform into ath- anthropomorphic creatures. Teenage um, Mutant Ninja well, sort of Badgers. Thing, but like, oh, go on, Josh. What? <laughs> I'm just
0: saying, I'll just try to get Teenage Mutant Ninja badges into the. <laughs>
2: badgers? Yes, th- those are in there. Basically, um, what we're
0: talking about <laughs> is what happens if the animals are farthing wood with the X Men. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and there's the elevator pitch. My
2: point being that these would be on the, the ones that are committing crimes. And it's all in revenge against this other scientist because they don't yeah. want to be the way they are. And so they're mm. fucking shit up. But what's happened to the to, to Mavis is that perhaps she was forced to leave the lab and she's become more senile. Maybe maybe she has like a very tragic problem like dementia or something. Mm. And what? so she was outed. Um and so she doesn't remember Jolly Alligator. Jolly Alligator doesn't remember her but all these other creatures do. And so they're coming after both the other scientists, we should figure out what's going on with the other scientists, and Mavis. Mm.
1: We, we've cracked it wide open, much like the rib cage of an animal you might experiment on. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> ah, right, okay, this is good. Um, so for a start, there's, there's some elements we wanna keep. We wanna keep all the scientists and <laughs> the, uh, the, the Mavis experimenting on the alligator. I'm also very insistent, very insistent on keeping the narrowboats laboratory. Yeah. I want that. Yeah, that's okay. fine. Okay,
2: yeah, that can be like her her home lab. Her mobile I guess, would it Would it fall into, <laughs> would it fall into like, disrepair as she gets older and less coherent? Like, uh, only on the, the outside.
0: Much? I like to think that the inside's going to be some almost TARDIS. Tardis.
2: <laughs> <face>. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, um, I imagine on the inside it'd be quite
1: neat because like uh routines and um schedules like they're very very good for patients with uh various ailments such mm. as
0: uh dementia and whatnot so also maybe... also narrow boats are really it's in the name narrow there is very little room in that anyway
1: <laughs> oh maybe maybe it's like a no do family labs exist
2: Er, uh, no
1: scratch that then but, okay right we need some more animals then we we've let's create this menagerie of villains well
2: badger we've got the teenage yep. uh what's another word for mutant uh
1: the middle-aged um what? reptile oh. ninja
2: no 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 badger no like the youth something badgers like uh <laughs> what is another word for mutant <laughs> gifted uh, yeah I... <laughs>
1: <laughs> the 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 child gifted badgers can we just call them bad badgers? Okay. <laughs>
0: oh, but but uh, they're not all badgers, though.
2: No, no, um, just just this particular type. We're, we're coming up with them. So we've got the bad, okay. bad badgers.
1: you got rowdy rabbits.
2: No, we can't all be alliterative.
1: <laughs> we can all be alliterative, Jade. You forget what kind of uh, podcast you're making. Now, okay. if
2: I was
0: to tell you that this mascot generator also had several other adjective-based animals...
2: Please...
0: Force on me. Do you want to just throw out a number, or do you want me to provide?
2: I think. Well, if we pick randomly, we might not pick an animal one, right?
0: Yeah, that is true. There is a, the lonely mm. snowman on this one. <laughs> um, okay. Well, we've got the gracious pigeon. <laughs> uh, right. The... We we are on gracious pigeon. Yes, right away. absolutely,
2: one hundred percent.
0: Okay. Do you want to hear any others, or do you want to go straight for gracious pigeon for the moment?
2: Um, give us give like us- two more.
0: So yeah. I've got the elegant reindeer and the little goldfish.
2: I like goldfish. The little goldfish is good. <gasps> that's oh. not
0: a, that's not a personality thing though. It's just a
1: small goldfish. They're quite okay, small anyway. Okay, I'll, I'll give you another well, one. Well, that's just... a
2: fucking joke then, because it's actually gigantic. Boom! Very simple to turn these things into funny jokes. Ha ha
0: ha! Yeah, all right, comic expert. Well, I've also just refreshed it as well, and I've got two that I think are very good. You on. Three that are very good. Um, the terrific peafowl.
2: Uh, what's a peafowl?
0: Um, I think it's like a small little bird.
2: Great, and?
0: Um, hold on, I'm just going to go check on that one. Oh no, a peafowl is effectively a peacock. Oh, oh, hurt up. You're right.
2: Terrific but- peacock. Yeah, I like that.
0: Yep. Uh, the positive alpaca.
2: <laughs> oh, I'm less. Just, I'm less into like the reindeer and the alpaca because I feel like the alligator should be the one that's the most um then out of place. place.
0: Yeah. Oh, then you won't like this last one, which is the thunder swan.
2: No, the Thunder Swan is great.
0: <laughs> okay, that's fine then. The
1: Thunder Swan is a perfect for yeah, uh, you know, people who went to the University of lincoln aka Can we just set this in
2: Lincoln, like with all the narrow boats and canals, like?
0: Yeah, we could do. Ah, <laughs> oh, it's a hometown comic, baby. For just giving out context to any of our listeners who aren't in the immediate location, Link- Lincoln is where Dean and Jay are based.
2: Yes. And there's um, like a uh, Brayford pool, which is like this main, uh, what would you call it? It's not like a lake.
1: Uh, it's like a big body of water that leads from a river.
2: A, like a, a bay type It's like
1: thing. an estuary kind
0: of thing, isn't it? Yeah, yeah
2: but there's like a fuck ton of uh, swans and geese and what What are those weird? Like the, the chicken just, geese.
0: Just, l- just large ducks.
2: Large, yeah, weird weird ducks and stuff.
0: Muscovy ducks, I think
2: they're called. Either way, there's lots of weird birds we can. Yeah. Uh,
0: and now the thunder swan.
1: Yes.
2: <laughs>
1: Isn't that a Pokemon? <laughs> uh,
0: okay, prob- so we've probably. got
2: we've got a menagerie basically. Oh, to we work
0: do. regular Island of Doctor Monroe.
2: Yes. So and you know let's what? talk this- about Doctor Monroe. Monroe. Oh, Monroe. Sorry. Well,
0: well, no, because the other because that's what Mavis's last name is, Monroe. Okay, Mavis <laughs> it's, it's it's written now, Mavis Monroe. <laughs>
2: okay, but also the other Doctor, we need to figure out like what's their thing because are they aware that all the animals are coming for them and Mavis, or did they send the animals after hmm. Mavis? What's what's their deal?
0: Okay,
1: is also, the alligator is the, is the Doctor like the the antagonist then to Mavis?
2: Uh, well, think? that's what we've got to figure mm. out, haven't we?
0: Could be in terms of like maybe um, the jolly alligator being. Maybe the closest they've got to perfection in terms of giving a, um, like, really, like, elevating intelligence on a animal, like, to, to the point of the Jolly Alligator obviously being able to speak the Queen's English mm-hmm. and also be super strong. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Could it be that the Jolly Alligator holds the key to, like, the perfect um, oh, serum maybe. or something?
2: Oh, so all the animals, like the other ones, aren't quite as good as Jolly Alligator?
0: Yeah, I think so.
2: Mm. I like um,
0: this. it's gonna it's gonna be one of those classic Monster of the Week things, I feel.
2: Mm, definitely.
0: Cause slice this comic open a
1: little bit because I we need to cram it full of superhero goodness. Yes. We're making a superhero comic. We must remember this. So these uh, other animals, the the mad menagerie, must be attacking our dear Lincoln and its city and the cathedral um, probably.
2: Well, couldn't that be the whole like dilemma because they're not they're not aware of where Jolly Alligator is. Um, they need to draw them out. Mm. So like th- like just going after them won't cause them to fight. And like maybe they don't know where Mavis lives because she is like on a canal in a in a I was say, somewhere. So
0: like we're we're saying Lincoln but I feel as though we should just be using the canals of
2: Yeah, I'm talking about like outskirts and stuff, but like mm. She's So on the so move. crime happens in the city and then Jolly Alligator gets drawn out.
1: Okay, um, and of course they they need like money to fund themselves and
2: yeah. So food. like they're not um they're not causing crime to like they don't care what happens to the people, the situations. They're they're just causing crime for the hell of it to to get the hero to come out.
1: Oh oh yes yes okay. But that's um, not
2: immediately obvious, perhaps at first. Like hmm. in the beginning of our story, we. We see all these kind of comedic situations of Mavis like going to the bank, going to the supermarket, blah mm. blah, blah blah, feeding the birds, and one of the birds is actually a thunder swan. And
1: <laughs> I want, the other ones are the amical pigeon or one of the. heck. Yeah. I,
2: think
0: was, I think it was the gracious pigeon. Gracious That's pigeon.
2: It. I feel like gracious pigeon would be like a leader of like a whole flock of pigeons.
0: <laughs> well, what what if we could do like
1: a, a Dragon Ball thing then with. Maybe Jolly Alligator is so charismatic and happy and jolly that he ends up making friends with some of these uh, worse animals mm-hmm. and perhaps uh, maybe he could even help them out with their situations, like maybe not give them the serum, but help them on their way to recovery, not by any medicinal means, but just by therapy? Could,
2: could yeah, Jolly social, Alligator... social behavioural mm. help.
0: Well, I think that this, this could be the thing that, that you know... Like, there isn't actually a serum to take because they'll have to kill the jolly alligator to get yeah. it. So it's like, well, you know, I'm obviously not going to let you kill me. Mm. But hey, let's get this community project going.
1: Let's talk it out.
0: Yeah. Uh,
1: ooh, ooh, what if um, these animals have had a, a pretty bad life, right? They've um, they've had a lot of trauma. They've mm-hmm. been experimented on. They've been uh, abused. They've been used, et cetera, et cetera. Now, Jolly Alligator has managed to escape this because he um, had his sort of memories wiped of this situation, so he could live as yeah, your normal alligator in your normal life.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: He, he sort of had that blessing, but these other animals haven't. So maybe um, so they haven't experienced what it's like just to have like a nice owner or like being fed every day. You know, they they've lived a, a hard life. So when they eventually do. Uh, get befriended by the jolly alligator, and they come back to the the riverboat, and they experience this, Mavis's love and uh, attention and, and generosity. They're like, this is what life can be like. It could be like a with the right kind of writing and respectful nature to the 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 content. We could maybe like write like nice abuse recovery stories. You know, mm-hmm. like it could be a whole a whole animal abuse angle.
2: On that note, I think it would be also uh what's the word for like poignant or important to
1: mm.
2: address that like dementia wouldn't be used as a fucking joke
1: mm. no of course not because
2: like i mean my nan has it it's like it's it's a problem it's it's tragic to deal with so like the the joke is more that mavis isn't aware of shit going on right in front of her and not like the whole forgetting family aspect at all. yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, i feel yeah. like that would be the more tragic thing because like she doesn't know that she did this good thing to save Jolly Alligator, mm. and like she's forgotten about her lab partner who now wants like revenge for but, letting out the success story and stuff.
1: But her, her, the goodness inside her lives on through adopting these other other animals. Yeah,
2: and like that is also like potentially really funny, like her being able to wrangle animals effortlessly yeah like just like imagine her first meeting jolly alligator again like years later on the river and just being like oh there's a good boy like patting this fucking alligator on the head and like wrangling it into a leash just and it's getting just on a like, headlock what what the heck what
1: <laughs> no 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 how, how i see it happening is like she's sort of patting it on the nose and the alligators are getting a little bit more and more angry mm-hmm. and slowly lifting its mouth up and she just like pushes it down like that's a good alligator <laughs> yeah. there you go Come she knows the tricks.
2: She it's, I it's guess like she... um it's like how to train a dragon where they like scratch mm. a certain spot on the dragon it just rolls over like
1: a cat. <laughs> Wonderful zoologist, zoologist Mavis and her menagerie <laughs> of animals on her, on her narrow boat. Yes. I can't believe she's gonna own a, a Thunder Swan.
2: So yeah, <laughs> I think Thunder Swan and Gracious Pigeon would definitely have to become family members. Of course. Um, and like Gracious Pigeon I picture like after they're defeated, like they they um oh shit what's the this this is why we don't record on sundays because words <laughs> just escape us all um, we're not <laughs> as
0: articulate on a uh, sunday afternoon
2: their their debt their repayment i can't remember the word what's the help help a word what, what? for like making su- making up for doing something
0: making
1: amends
2: amends yes so, like, the way they do that is by, like, taming the local pigeon population into not, like, shitting on everyone and <laughs> hanging out over all the shop entrances and stuff. So, like, the locals start kind of commenting on it, you know, like, man, these, these pigeons are really tame lately. Wow. Yeah.
1: Mavis can part the pigeons. <laughs> <laughs> they just, like, let her through. Like, when she's walking down to, to McDonald's and um, Waterstones, that end, she, she can just part them away.
2: I will just picture her walking into McDonald's at like two AM because obviously she doesn't follow any regular patterns or anything. Mm. Just with her alligator and her swan and her pigeon. Yeah.
1: Yes, yes, <laughs> yes. Would
2: yes. like some chicken nuggets, please? <laughs> no, no offense, Thunder Swan.
1: <laughs> she, yeah, right away she'd be vegetarian.
2: <laughs> she can't go to McDonald's. <laughs> she, she's just
1: gonna buy some chicken nuggets in front of her many, many pets. Yeah. Okay, um, we should touch upon uh, the the antagonist then before we
0: can we quickly touch on like like thunder? like like how is how are they going to be like experiments exactly? Hmm. like you know cause at, at some point well, or another, they're probably going to have to fight each other because you know it's a superhero comic. hmm
2: Well, there was this um essentially we would be stealing this idea. But there was a really good arc of Kim Possible where there was this woman who was obsessed with creating splices of humans and animals. hmm mm-hmm. So I guess, like, Jolly Alligator is perfect because they can switch from being a, like, perfectly anatomically correct alligator um, to...
1: To so a Don Bluth-lipped. Uh...
2: Don Bluth-lipped, <laughs> yes. De- absolutely. Uh, um, jazz to like, alligator. Big, big, muscly dude with, like, a leather jacket and perfectly spoken Queen's English. Mm-hmm you know so like that's a perfect transformation they're perfectly intelligent they have a lot of muscle they have perfect control over themselves whereas these other animals I guess perhaps it could be a tiny bit more of a horror show like they can't fully transform into a human mm. they can't speak perfectly um
1: horrific but tragic yeah yeah like we gotta we gotta keep that tragic edge Wait, we're
2: coming back to our old standby of hey you know the halfway point on the animorphs covers <laughs>
1: hello there it is (laughs) um maybe it could be about um men and scientists wanting to understand animals because a lot of these are like emotions like graciousness and uh jolliness um, and thunder thunderness well thunder swans a bit different but we we had a lot with the alpacas and whatnot that were like emotions Mm. So what if it's a case of these scientists are trying to imbue animals with human emotions mm-hmm. to have to try and bridge the two worlds together in form of communication and empathy. But only Jolly Alligator was successful and now um, Gracious Pigeon is way too gracious. <laughs> um, maybe Thunder Swan uh, Thunder Swan maybe was like a guard swan for the uh, the antagonist for the other scientist.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, we could they... even have Thunder Swan as maybe not actually having anything to do with Thunder, but almost like anger. Yeah. And they... They, they're quite an edgy swan. So they... Let's see. Don't, don't call me Angry Swan. I'm Thunder Swan. That kind of thing.
2: Like, in their sort of human form, they have, like, oodles of eyeliner around their eyes. Mm. Like, you know, because this one has, like, a little, little black. Hair. Oh, well, they do. That's a nice touch.
1: Mm. Where to go, Artist Jade? <laughs> okay. Um,
2: we need to talk about this antagonist. Yes. Yeah.
1: Uh, evil scientist, dude. Potentially husband of Mavis.
2: Why a husband? And also, why did you say just men understanding earlier? Like, I didn't want to just snap at it. But, you know, I'm in that kind of mood today.
1: Oh, it's Sunday Jade. I do apologise. No, this is just
2: everyday Jade, just more loud. (laughs)
1: Um, That's my bad. I do apologise. Hey,
2: I'm stamping on it then. Lesbian scientists.
1: Oh, my God. It's great. Wonderful. So, this other evil scientist... Whomever they are, mm-hmm. evil lesbian scientist. Um, like Mavis has forgotten about them.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Like in in their wicked dementia, they've forgotten about um, this evil scientist. Mm-hmm. So what what is this evil scientist plan? Well, they well we we said earlier they wanted like a complete serum. Um, but why do they want it?
2: Well, do, I mean, we've touched on another experimental scientist before as an antagonist, but they mainly dealt with teeth.
0: Mm. Uh, and, and that was animals ambition- as well, huh? And that was animals as well. It was,
2: but their ambition was to create like the perfect mouth of teeth mm. So it could just be ambition to create something perfect.
1: Okay, right. Here's here's a hot take from McNight.
2: You um, want
1: Mavis and I need a name. Moffat. Maureen. Mavis and Maureen. Um, they both love animals, right? Mm-hmm. That's why they um, set up this uh, this lab mm-hmm. uh, to try and better understand them. Mm-hmm. Now, Mavis went about it by, you know, trying to understand them in their current state, you mm-hmm. know, sort of her reaching out to them.
2: So maybe Mavis wasn't actually hurting any animals with her experiments. They were all yes. like ethically accurate, uh, ethically accurate, ethically acceptable experiments.
1: <laughs> it was more about observation and note taking yeah. and, you know, just sort of taking that time. It's the longer route, but... Maureen wanted the animals to reach to her, so when she experimented on them, she wanted to make, to augment them to better communicate to humans. Okay. So, by imbuing them with uh, emotions and the ability to communicate, etc., etc.
2: Meanwhile, so, her own ability to communicate with her partner deteriorated. Oh, tragedy.
1: <laughs> we got some parallels going on. <laughs> I like it. And then, of course, from that, they sort of uh, don't see eye-to-eye on their methods. Um, Mavis starts um, setting free some of these experiments, perhaps. Mm-hmm. But, or maybe she only gets to set uh, the Jolly Alligator free before um, Maureen finds out what she's doing. Yeah, I mean, it would be pretty part.
2: easy to find out it was Mavis. Yeah,
1: pretty easy. And she takes their... Uh, Maureen takes the experiments uh, elsewhere and continues in secret. And then the rest of the story comes after that. Mm. How's that sound?
2: Yeah.
0: I think it works.
1: Excellent. Um, I think we could just potentially uh, call it an afternoon there, really.
2: Perhaps before we finish, can we talk about Jolly Alligator as a hero? Because they are our main character, but also Mm. we've... I mean, we've only really simply summed up who they are like maybe let's talk about their personality or something
1: jolly alligator is Stephen fry in scales
2: G- okay
1: <laughs> um they're very well spoken um they are more knowledgeable than the average because they have access to all of uh mavis's library of books oh, okay and they have a galaxy uh s5 as well <laughs> they have a little smartphone they bought from cex okay and so they, they're constantly flicking through Wikipedia and looking up various articles. Uh, they have a penchant for, um, namely a style of painting, Jade.
2: Impressionism.
1: <laughs> they have a, a penchant for impressionism. <laughs> Their uh, wallpaper is a picture by, impressionist artists, please, Jade. I
2: don't fucking know. I'm not into impressionism.
1: Oh, well. Either way, they are very, they're, they're clever and they're jolly and they, they live life to the full, and they respect Mavis and humans.
2: Do they get, like, Mavis gifts of, like, fancy art to decorate the the narrow (laughs) boat? and Mavis is just like, that's very pretty, very (laughs) (laughs) gorgeous.
1: Just like uh, an alligator with, like, a a, a wrapped-up painting in that jaw, like, oh. Yeah. No,
2: no, no, they just put it up, and, like, Mavis (laughs) notices it.
1: She doesn't really connect the dots that Mavis alligator (laughs) is potentially human. Oh. And you know, maybe that's a weakness of a jolly alligator as well. If the choice between saving the art gallery and saving the the, the orphanage comes up, he's gonna be like, Ooh Ooh, we can get more kids.
2: Oh yeah, like maybe he's like he's saving people but only when like it's directly connected to Mavis, like because she's in the supermarket or because mm. she's mm. in the bank and like there's potential harm to her and stuff.
1: And I'm going to leave a little cliffhanger here. It's not a terrifically bad cliffhanger, but maybe they could have an artist friend that they visit and all the older artist friend has their easel set up on the, the river edge so they can have a little swim and see mm-hmm. what the artist is up to.
0: Bing Wait, bang, whoa, whoa where, where, Where's that, that going? Yeah, I, that I, sentence know, I know weird. obviously that's a cliffhanger, but that's that's a cliffhanger of a sentence.
2: Yeah, like, wait, so the artist sets up the easel and the artist goes swimming, or...?
0: Oh, no, no, no. That was a
2: bad sentence overall.
1: Excuse me. Are you Uh,
0: implying that the artist goes swimming or walking away and the jolly alligator comes out and paints on the easel?
2: Yeah. (laughs) That is what we were thinking. I'm glad we were on the wavelength there.
1: I apologise. I meant the artist sets up their easel The Jolly Alligator swims up and sees what they're painting and hangs out. Maybe not in their alligator form, but maybe... No, no,
2: I like mine and Josh's idea better. Yeah. It's funny.
1: (laughs) Thank you so much for listening to A Good Idea Get Ruined by these two hosts.
2: (gasps) One of the other animals. What rhymes with S? What rhymes with S? Come on. Uh, Salamander. No, 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 no. I've got the animal name. I need the S adjective.
1: Salacious.
2: Salacious sidetrack is also Uh. (laughs) experimented (laughs) on...
0: Now and this we dog can't.
2: comes in on rails.
0: Maureen, what have you done? <laughs> Thank you very much
1: for listening to uh, two good ideas get uh, ruined very well. Um, you can help us out as a podcast by listening to Josh right now.
0: If you, no, I was, I was going to do it singing. That was the <laughs> if uh, you
2: want to support the podcast, <laughs>
0: then leave us an iTunes review and no i'm not gonna continue with it uh any whatever handle you leave we will churn through a um generator and we'll make a hero out of you um obviously doesn't have to be itunes but that's the main one that i think we have access to um you've done it you've done it josh yeah uh oh and obviously we have our twitter bbr underscore podcast wednesday we will be posting up some images of our recommendations so you can actually see what we've been talking about and not trying to decipher whatever (laughs) sitting on a cloud reading or these blacks look really interesting um look at these heavy inks these heavy inks
1: yeah it's going to be a real visual treat this week so you should check it out followers
0: um yeah and then on fridays we'll also be getting an illustration
2: I better practice my Don Bluth lips.
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, on that note, you
1: have been kissed by Radioactive Podcast. <laughs> I am Dean the Delicate Dingo McKnight.
2: I'm Jolly Jade Sarson.
0: And I'm Josh the Icy Cougar Randall.
1: Oh, you got that from your little generator, did you? Yeah, I'm looking at it now. Uh, look forward to uh, Mascot Generator Part 2 next week, then. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> Good afternoon everyone, have a good afternoon.
0: bitten by radioactive podcast is hosted by dean mcknight jade sarson and me josh randall this episode has all been edited by me josh uh that's all uh thanks for sticking through the uh the tin can dean and we'll see you next week with a perfectly sounding episode see you then